turning 30. Yeah. How you feel? Um, it feels good. It feels good. I don't feel like it yet, but I'm pretty sure down the line it will be. Um, uh, lately I've been thinking about a lot about legacy. I was telling the fellas that before we left on sat on um, Saturday, mm-hmm. I was just like, I'm like, what's next? It's like, everybody said the big 40 is next. Like ain't no 35, you know, 25 might be a little milestone, but like yeah, insurance go down a little bit. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Maybe like, you got to be 30 to get this. I'm like, okay, I can get it now. Um, so I always say 21 is that milestone, right? We're 18 first because you're 18. like grown in America's eyes. Yeah, America's eyes. And then eyes. 21. Because you know what's crazy? I was on my Instagram. I was scrolling back. And remember when we were working at Dunkin', I turned 21. I still got mm-hmm. that picture on there when we went on our lunch break or whatever, 15-minute break. It took shots downstairs. And I took a picture of the that. sign that says you can't drink unless you're born on this day. I'm like, nigga, that's literally. Yeah, I got in trouble that ago. day. Yeah, for charging up the card. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do something like that, just tell me and let me know. Like, it was a plan. Yeah, it was a plan. It's for my nigga. But, um, yeah. No. Nah. So who, her? <laughs> See? So we still you get me in trouble book. all the time. Man, don't be blaming me. It'd be you. I would never blame you for none of these niggas. No. <laughs> no threat. I'm not a threat. But so, wait, hold, 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 hold. I'm not a threat either. I know that. Okay, good. I, I know that. Oh, they don't know. They don't know. I don't know what them niggas know either. Remember that one nigga used to be like, so, uh. It's a bungee. Don't call me by my, by, that you know your name He's for the me. only nigga that would do that. Any yeah. other nigga was like, no, I'm going to call bro by his real name. Yeah, That's don't call me that. Yeah. I was like, no, he was a hater. I'm like, at first, I was like, call me Jumanji. Like, I called it. I called it. I was like, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> he, he turned around, like, I shook up. Oh, that's when we were on Watergate mm-hmm. that time. I'm like, is that him? I like, no, no, no. I don't say his name. No, but it's interesting that you, think about, that you think about leaving a. That you think about leaving a legacy at 30, though. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just like. I was um we had a conversation about fatherhood last Sunday with the um with the, our men's class. Mm-hmm. And um I was asking them what the word um well the question was, what does fatherhood mean to you? Mm-hmm. And we all everybody said for me I said accountability, blah, blah, blah. And I said that's just being a man in general. But um I asked them, I said, Well, what word meant what did the word mean to you before you had kids and what it mean now that you have kids? And a lot of them just said, like, they're just your responsibility. Like, it's just. You're not living just for yourself anymore. Exactly. You're not living for yourself anymore. Uh, You know, I was just talking. I was just talking to my cousin. He was just saying, like, I'll give anything for my daughters. You know, and I was just like, wow. Like, he he was like, I'll drop anything for my daughters. I don't get into this conversation. But he was like, you know, something happened. And he was like, I'm going to do what I need to do. And they're going to be with me. It, that's, you know it's crazy I think about my dad I think about how much he was there and I that's when you say that like mm-hmm. cause I remember we used to play AAU basketball and he didn't have to but he would sit there the whole practice sometimes like yeah. and I'll be sometimes I'll be like people like your dad's there my mama just drop me off and just be like <laughs> call me when y'all done but like sometimes he'll go if he has something to do but mm-hmm. it's just and I think about like being a regular person with no kids right now I just be thinking like how do you find joy and just like you ain't got shit to do but he was just always there yeah. like Except for like sometimes like the out of town game, sometimes he wasn't there, but that's out of town. But yeah, man, he was always there. Like people today still, how your dad doing? Or like he'll see people that I hoot with. Yeah. He lost all such and such a family dollar. I'm like, oh, that's what's up. So yeah, I think you really you really do. I think about I remember that time I lost my phone. I had that HTC Evo. No, I tried to Which get time? it. No, no, I never lost my phone. But that HTC Evo, I tried to buy it. Oh, that was like Evo. I tried to buy it from this chick. Those. She's still my friend on Facebook, which is funny. Um, 
Yeah, it reminds me of the, the iPhone 6. Um, but yeah, I ordered that. Well, I bought it from her, but it was still linked to her Sprint account. So I'm telling my dad, like, yeah, I'm going to get a new phone. And did he give me the money or did I have the money? But no, anyway, so he was at work. So when I found out it was still linked to my account, her account was so salty. So he kept calling me throughout the day. And when Mike ever said, what you do when you lose some money? You just go to sleep. Right. So I just put my phone down. And he kept calling me. He came in the room. He was like, "What? Uh, what's going on? I'm like, oh, my bad. I was asleep. He said, what a phone? I'm like, yeah, about that. So I just told him. He just looked at me. You think your parents going to be like, you stupid motherfucker? Mm-hmm. He was like. All right, man, I give you the money next time you just get the phone. I was I was thoroughly shocked. Like <laughs> thoroughly. Like I did not expect that. That's funny. But I ended up working out with the girl. She had one out of town. She gave me the money back. But I ended up just getting it th- uh, straight through Sprint anyway. But I was trying to take the cheap route. But, right. Um, yeah, it just made me think of them times where like for me, like, I think now I'm a little bit more understanding, but back then I'd have been like, I would have cussed me out. Like that was dumb. But I know how you know how you know how your mama can get your daddy yeah. and just go off. So that was one of them times where I was like, that's actually a parent's grace right there, cause that yeah. shit was like three, four hundred dollars. He looked at me like the you, gave, fuck? you gave her three hundred, four hundred dollars. And she you ain't cool, you got no phone. Yeah, that's good though. If you found somebody that wasn't trying to yeah. scam you, get over on you. Yeah. She's like, I'm doing out of town. I thought she was bullshit. I'm like, I don't do shit. But she wasn't. Um so yeah, that's interesting. Is there like any difference? It sounds crazy saying it, but is there any difference between when you were twenty nine and now that you're thirty? Like, do you feel any? Um, mm-hmm. like we were having conversations earlier about um, like dating and stuff like that, and I just feel like more being more of a man. Like, what does that mean when you are more of a man? What does that? What more? Of the, <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Tell us what it means, Pastor. Um, opening doors and that's cute. But I just think just taking charge, like just taking charge, like just like even even with simple something simple as just driving. Like I feel like I mean, but I'm just saying like <laughs> I'm just saying I'm just saying like as far as like if we go somewhere, a man should want to be the one to drive or or, or take control. And, you know, of course, he can relinquish some of the control, relinquish, relinquish some of the control um, from time to time. But I just feel like a man should be take charge. Like, you just should be a man. Like, um, Skilla, you were talking about so how some of these men are childish. And I'm just like, where, when do you put that to bed? When do you stop being? <laughs> when do you stop being childish? Like, that's 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 what I've been thinking about lately. Just taking charge and just taking charge in, in, in dating relationships. And then taking charge and just your own life, like grab the bull by the horns is what they, as they say. So, but yeah, that's what I've been thinking about. Like even this morning, I'm just like, damn, like it's time to really step the game. Why do you feel like you have to really do that now? Like what's the difference between being 29 just because you in a different tier and shit? Like I feel like it is a different tier. Um, Also, it's just at, I think in your 20s, you can make some, some excuses. I think in your thirties you can make mistakes, but it's just that accountability piece that you have to own up to. And you should be doing that. You should have been doing that in your twenties too. Um, but I, I feel like there's there's less lead people are gonna give you less leeway, less grace, as you just said earlier. Um when when you were in your twenties to now in your thirties. Now Issa Ray and a couple other people, they kind of made it um cool to still be trying to figure it out. In your 30s, which is great. That's awesome. But um, even then, though, as you start to see, if you watch the show, as the show progressed, you started to see that a lot of people were like, come on, you said, like, you can't be doing this stuff. I mean, really, TSA Bay, come on now. You know better than that. 
um, and people start looking at you differently because you have to really sit back and um, understand and realize that you've grown now. You've grown. It's time to grow up. Whatever that means to to you. But I think shit like insecure is dope though because it, it gets it lets you I guess walk yourself through their situations where it's easier for you to sit there and judge and be like, now Lawrence, why the fuck would you do that? Or Issa, why the hell? To the point where, like you say, it does offer a little bit more to me, like mindfulness that you have to give yourself grace, especially as you age. Cause you you y'all be seeing them post online where it'd be like, damn, this is how thirty year olds looked in nineteen eighty, they was carrying and buffers. <laughs> right, yeah. But it was about fifty years old, so and that post I saw, I was like, damn, we really the new grownups. Mm-hmm. Like, like when my niece was here, I was taking her out. I'm like paying for everything I'm shit. I'm not even asking her, but I'm just like, this is what it is to me. Like, I'm not going to ask like she 18, but she's still a kid to me. I'm not going to be like, what we your half at? Like, right. it just sounded weird. So, yeah. I like, I, I think for me, having that conversation with my pops about Maya, um, he was <laughs> my daughter. No, Maya, uh, my little sister, she's the youngest. She's 13. Um, and. I had to think about it. 13. And um, he's like, y'all need to take her out the house. Like, she got to get out this house. Like, she don't want to do anything. She just want to sit. She just want to sit in the house and, you know, play the game and stuff like that. And, of course, she's living in a whole different world now with COVID and everything yeah. like that and all that stuff. But I I told him, I was like, I didn't think y'all wanted us. To, I thought y'all still was trying to shelter her a little bit. He was like, no, get her out this house. Because he said, he said, like, I'm always at home with her. Me and your mom are always at home with her. And she's not interacting with other people. And I was just like, oh, I didn't even think about that. You know, I'm just living my life. Even Autumn, Autumn doing her own thing, you know, and that's her big sister. Y'all talking so. about my niece. I, when you bring up Autumn, I'll be like, she really grown. Because like, I remember when yeah. she was a kid, kid. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, Autumn be and she out in her here. 20s now, right? Yeah, she's 21. Wow. She's about to be 22 and this year. Yeah, so she just grown, grown. Autumn grown, grown, but. But um, yeah, it just yeah, it. I'm like, wow, responsibility. Like responsibilities, you know. Um, so, so yeah, it it it's just it's just inter- interesting because life is uh, life is evolving. <laughs> this is funny. No more time. Just make sure this not really like. Let me just do this. Okay. Just yeah, don't really do hit that one that much because this one picks up the, the noise. Oh, picks up the noise. Okay. I won't breathe then. I mean, you can breathe, but don't hit like. <sighs> Your tape, bro. Okay. Now, this tree's that condenser might good. Okay. Yeah, it, it does actually. Okay. Remember that one? You can hear the background. Okay. So, <clears throat> what were you saying now? You feel like you have to be more of a father. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Not that. Uh, just saying, you just feel, just feel more in charge, you know. Mm-hmm. Feel more accountable. Uh, be feel more accountable um, for your actions and decisions, um, and relationships to, too. Yeah, I want to go back to something you said about um, feeling like you have to be more of a man. Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. And then you reference we'll take charge. Yeah. Take charge. Yeah. What? Is, like, so what does that mean to you? Is that driving? What else? I just uh, like I just little actions as far as like as a man. Like I was just thinking earlier, like. Like niggas not like niggas don't have to like really you don't have to drive like you don't have to be the driver. <laughs> I think about your pops like your your like, I, I think about my pops like um, when we go on out of towns on trips he was the main driver. Yeah, of course sometimes he needed some rest or whatever, but he was the main driver. He drove sometimes he would just drive all the way through. I'm my dad, yeah. It, I would say yeah, I'm pretty sure your dad did, did the same thing too, and it's just 
Like that was just man shit. Like they just feel what like I, I got to take care. No, I mean it wasn't like that because I wasn't the you know when I was younger I wasn't the main driver. But I always sit in the front seat though. Um, typically, the last time we did we drove on a road trip was when I first got my Toyota. Um, me and Barry drove. Like we drove. I drove like six hours. He drove the next six or whatever. Um, so that was a little easier. It was different because you know just niggas taking control. But like when I had my mom and um, when I drove my grandmother's car down to uh, down south for my great grandmother's funeral, and I had my mom in the car, I was like, I don't want my mom to drive. I'm driving. Like, and that's why I said yesterday when I made that point, like I got to be careful. I ain't finna be out here driving recklessly because I have two other people in the car with me. Just so happened to be women. So I was like, as a man, I'm like, I can't be out here doing donuts or some silly shit, cutting people off and stuff like that. Because A, I don't want your family coming after me and be mad at me. And then two, it just I that's what a man's supposed to do. I feel like it. Well, that's right. Shaquille, what do you feel like? Cause you what, 28, right? 28, big 28. <laughs> Holler at me. Do you feel like how do you feel? getting closer to the age of 30 like do you feel any type of way is there any difference that you felt maybe at 18 thinking 30 like now is like 30 it's cool like, how do you feel about it mm, i think i feel better about 30 i think like when i was 18 i probably feared 30 yeah but you know i feel like we're like progressing in like ageism right like you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like we don't look at and part of the reason is because so many other millennials are in their 30s right like True. you know what i'm saying so they can you know come and we can have those conversations like on twitter and say like hey 30s are even better. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's fun, but you're not broke. You know what I'm saying? And you're not, you know, struggling. And, you know, I feel like 30s, in a sense, you kind of um, are finding, like, you, you're you better with finding yourself. Like, I feel like in 20, you, like, finding yourself is, like, anxiety prone. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it makes you anxious. But I feel like in 30s, it's kind of like you have so much wisdom. Like, you know what I'm saying? That the journey of finding yourself isn't as, like, you know, like, anxiety-inducing. So, yeah. I'm, um... I'm happy for 30. You know what I'm saying? I that think sounds the only so peaceful, thing don't it? <laughs> the only thing I'm, I'm probably scared about is the thought of having kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just... Uh, what do you mean? Man. Number one, the body. I just, man, come on, man. Well, that was you I was talking to. It was like, you was like, this is why I can't have a... This is what she said. This is why I can't have a baby by a broke nigga because you're going to pay for me to get my body fit. I know that's motherfucking <laughs> right, okay? Okay. You said... Mm. I like, I like that. that. <laughs> the Dr. New York, Dr. Mohawk. No. Oh, you, <laughs> Dr. Dallas. <laughs> Dr. Dallas. Yeah. No, I feel that though. Like, I don't know. I think I used to, um, I remember making a Facebook status years ago. Like one nigga, this is what's crazy. I think niggas turned 20. Mm. And I remember I put a status up and I wish I could find it. And it says something to the effect of like, oh my God, we're 20, like nine more years to 30. And people was like, come on, bro. Like, why would you even say that? <laughs> and niggas literally got like half a year until they turned 30. Yep. Like yep. that's insane to me, but you know what? At first, I it was like anxiety prone because remember we was at Dunk. I used to fuck with everybody that was like twenty six. Yeah. Like, oh hey, granny. Like, and I bet you, I wish a bitch would today. Like, I yeah, wish okay. a bitch would. Okay. But you know what? I don't Call really like. Granny. <laughs> like, yeah, I still call too. Tiana. Remember, I used to call her granny. Yeah. Like, that's what's crazy. Yeah, she, she was, was like twenty six. Yeah, yeah. that's what's wild. But um, yeah, no, I just I think I agree with you, Shaquille. I feel like because of shows like Insecure and just because of time, we don't see thirty year olds looking like you know. Our parents and the people before them look mm-hmm. like I don't know. I just I feel do you think about it's it. a respect thing though? Like, do you do think you it's like weird? Like people in their like thirties, um, it's like a weird age, right? Like you know, when we in our twenties, you know, people consider us young. Yeah. When you hit like 
you know, the other end of like 50, you know, people, quote unquote, I don't, so don't think that's old, but quote yeah. unquote, that's old. But when you in your 30s and 40s, it's like a gray area. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's like our aunties. Like, it's like a, a level of respect, but then it's also like. They cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel not like. not going to talk to me like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, you don't really like. I don't understand what I'm trying to say. You get what I'm saying? It's like mm-hmm. this kind of gray area. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And I think us growing up, we didn't really look at that area as like elder, you know, just mm-hmm. old type shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Not wise, just kind of like. So we was They're able there. to joke more about that. But then as you get older, it's kind of like, oh shit, no, you me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, just in a couple years. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think, um, I think there is a bit of a gray area with 30. Because if you talk to somebody that's 50, right? You'd be like, how old is you? 32? Oh, my God. You got so much life to live. Yeah. And you'd be like, oh, thank you. Like, right. Let me know. Like, But I think about like, because my mom was 29 when she had me. So, like, if she's about to be 30. Um, Yeah. But it, I just think about that type of shit. Like, like, I'm the age that you was when you had me. I think right. my dad was 28. And it's like, they're in their late 50s now. And I think about what they was doing, where they was partying, wicker chairs and shit, like the eighties. Like I be thinking about what I niggas the wicker chair. I be thinking about what niggas did to have fun. Like and I don't know. And I just think um people in their thirties now, like you said, because they are considered millennials at the the the, t- the top of it, um, we we're able to relate a little bit more. Like when you for let's use music for example, when you got the crossover from like real old school school music to like the nineties kids, they probably didn't understand that. They've been the older generation. But because we have so much of a realm between music, like I could listen to mm-hmm. I could send my niece J. Cole right now and be like, You heard this song and it wouldn't be like, I don't know. Like she tried to get me one time, she put up a status and I was like, Oh, you sad or some shit. She's like, That's a little baby. I said, I know, but I'm asking you is you sad. Like, I know who the fuck little baby is, the fuck? Like, cause period. Mm-hmm. And it's like we can listen to the same music as them, like. But well, you couldn't do that. I don't know about all that shit. Not, not, well, not completely. Oh, but, you, but, but, but no, no. But listen, but listen. I'm not talking about that young. Know, for me, I think that's another tier that yeah, we're getting into. Is. For okay, me, yeah. But yeah. I feel like a J Cole, like some of these different things. Even like, you know, we were talking about like, I like Money Bag Yo. Like, okay. I think there's a a, a little small tier with that. But shout out to Money Bag. Yeah, that's my guy. He's my new best friend. Okay. But yeah, I don't know. I just. I just want to have that conversation. Like, actually, when I turned 29, I wanted to do a um, episode on my fruition series with, like, my sister, my dad, and my mom. And I was going to try to get my aunt. And I just wanted to talk about, like, what they remember about me just throughout life. Mm. And I, I was going to do that when I turned 20, my, 29, but it was so much going on. And with my sister, her audio wasn't acting right. So I was like, I'll just wait until I turn 30, which will make a little bit more sense. Um, huh? I said, that's dope. That's, like, the yeah. new photo album. That's yeah. one of the things I'm gonna do with my grandparents. I want to like, they be like, I don't want to get on the mic. I'm gonna be nervous. Yeah. Like for what? Like That's we just, mom. I just wanted to hear y'all stories. So when down the line, mm-hmm. you know, God forbid anything happens soon, but down the line, they can listen to your voice, you. and they be like, "This is my grandma sound like my great 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 grandma." Yes, yeah. that's how she sound. Aww. It's true though, because I got the, it's a video of my grandma. Like if you talk to her, all she do is talk about what was going on in the south. If you just let her keep going, mm-hmm. so that video I put on my story where. She's like, the plums and the trees, and then you crossed the road, and it was a hog pen. you like, a hog pen? Mm-hmm. Like, just shit that you just would never see today. But it was a part of what she's seen in Mississippi as a kid growing up. So, yeah. But I, I wanted to do that just to... Because you, know you, you know when you're growing up, people I remember when you was... Mm-hmm. Okay, well, tell me now. Here. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. So, it's just... Uh, uh. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> hey, husband. <laughs> hey, you know I talk, motherfucker. I mean, it being Juneteenth weekend, mm-hmm. talking about... You know, grandparents, and you would think our grandparents was born in what the forties, fifties, thirties. Mine were born in thirties. The last slaves was freed. The last enslaved people, I should say, was freed in nineteen sixty three. 
And you just kind of think about that. Like, yes, our grandparents weren't enslaved people, but there were people still enslaved in 1963. And then you think about that history, right? They're talking to you about stuff that they experienced in like the 50s and 60s, right? And that they remember. It was people who, like our people, our ancestors, who still wasn't experiencing that. Like, just like thinking like in like the June team spirit. I just think that's so crazy. Like, I could talk to my grandma and my grandmother's mother was born on the plantation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, a lot of, like, my grandma don't don't know who her dad is. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know who my great-grandpa is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But my grandmother, looking at her skin tone, I'm, I'm sure I've got a little bit of an idea. You know, white man? I don't know, man. Probably so. I mean, yeah. my, my little cousin, yeah. Yeah. Young, yeah. my grandma, her white grandma with the uh, blue eyes. Yeah, and that's how my grandparents um, on my mom's so, side, they weren't white, but they were like really yellow. Yeah. So I know, I think hearing stories, it was always talked about how some stuff got a little pass mm-hmm. because of just that fact. And just like growing up down there, like, and every time I think of Mississippi, I'm like, that had to be rough. Because my grandma, yeah. her mom died when she was 15, mm-hmm. she was in her 30s. And they, she had a bunch of kids. My grandma was the oldest sister. Mm. So she had to take care of them at 15 years old. And then they had people in Milwaukee that came up here and then she met my granddad and kind of started her own life. But it's just like to be 15 and have to be able to raise like yeah. my siblings that like some of the sisters are close to her in age, but she was just the oldest. So she had to sacrifice. She wanted to be a teacher. She wanted to do these different things that she really couldn't do. And like she started having her own kids and popped out five in the 60s. So it's just like I think about them times like they always going to get my grace. Like when people say yeah. certain things, I'm like, I would never say nothing bad about however they life panned out because motherfuckers had to live through that. And then for your own separate story, like your mom may have died or this happened or you. Yeah, like I was it, it's different. But I think I was watching the um the what's not unsung. It was unsung Hollywood about Red Fox. And this nigga was born in the 20s. And he was from St. Louis. And they was talking about how motherfuckers just hopped on the back of a... Can you imagine hopping on a train to get to a different city, just mm-hmm. hopping on a motherfucker rolling? I think his friend got caught by the feds and he just kept going. Like, can you imagine? Yeah, people used to mail themselves. Yeah, can you imagine just like, trying to get the fuck up out of here? Like, just like holding on to the train. We out! Don't even know where the fuck is going, bro. Right. <laughs> like, that shit wild. Mm-hmm. I Asking for a job and... <laughs> Asking yeah. for a job and then finding a place and living with people. Yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah community just times. Sleep on the roof. Yeah, like oh, some like place in New York and Harlem or something. Because they used to work at like a pizzeria or something. I don't know. It was wild. I'm like, oh yeah, I yeah. imagine. Bro. Yeah, the, yeah. Like, now that looks yeah, that looks wild. I mean, I guess that's uh, if you go to L. A. They do the couch surfing or couch hopping, whatever it's called. I mean, but, yeah, but I'm talking about literally like hopping on the back of a train just right. to get to fucking out of the Dodge, like. Right, I'm out, bro. To you think, <laughs> still like move, nigga. Like whoa, 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 whoa. Jesus. Ho 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 ho. I was thinking about um, I don't know if she's still her manager, but um, Ari Lennox manager when she was uh up there in Milwaukee, and she did a they had a they do the the what's it called uh will call no not will call it was something they, they do every I think it's backline backline mm-hmm. that's what it's called backline at, at eighty eight nine and she was talking about how she just packed up her stuff. Um, from D.C. and just went to L.A. and just stayed on, a, you know, mm-hmm. with her friends. And then she got a gig with Ari Lennox being her manager and all this stuff like that. And it just, it, to me, and I forgot how old she said she was, but I think she had to be in her late 20s, I, I want to say. And I was like, I'm like, man, I got too much dignity. I don't know if I can just pack up my car. <laughs> well, not after staying at this hotel I just stayed at. But, <laughs> but <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I can just pack up and just sleep in my car until I, you know, to some breaks. I don't know if I can do that now. 
I think it's it's so much available for you to be able to to do to not have because think about where that comes from, right? Because remember yeah. when I said me and Lassie watched that um <laughs> that driving while black dog. Where they talked about like literally having to travel and be cautious as a black person. Mm-hmm. Like you want to go on vacation or say you move to Milwaukee, you from Tennessee, you want to just come back home. You can't just stop where you want to stop. Like it was a lady who's probably my mama's age, maybe a little bit older was saying she literally remembers going down south or going somewhere on a trip and like packing sandwiches and making sure they had all types of comforters and blankets in the car and pissing on the side of the road because they didn't have nowhere to go. And I think like my grandma on my dad's side, she's 98, right? When she kind of don't want to travel anymore, she older, but we used to go down south every year for the family reunion. We used to have sandwiches like galore. And now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, I'm like, where did that come from, right? Because obviously niggas in the car, they hungry, don't want to spend on food. But I'm like, that may have came from like motherfuckers really couldn't stop to get food. And to this day, still cut it to diagonal, pretty as a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm sitting here like, I couldn't imagine being able just not to be able to, like, can I get some food? Like, th- that one. But it's, it's stuff like that, yo. It makes me think about um, why we should be gatekeepers of black culture. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah. know that's kind of going going off a little bit. But, yo, those experiences and those stories, like I said, you know, Juneteenth, 1863. But it still, it was enslaved people in 1963 because of a lack of communication. You know what I'm saying? And from white people keeping them from knowing that they were free people. Mm-hmm. But then you think about that like, yo, it's 2021 and black culture is just so like, but our culture is not just like rap music and mm-hmm. and our slang and shit and how we talk, you know what I'm saying? But it's them stories, yo. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, imagine like, motherfuckers trying to be a, a, a part of this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get it. You know what I'm saying? We love everybody. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, yo, that's our culture. Those are our stories. You know what I'm saying? Like, so many of us we all from the Midwest, but we came from the South. My people came from Alabama. Mm-hmm. I think my pop's people came from Arkansas. I never even fucking been to Arkansas. You know what I'm saying? I only mm-hmm. been through Alabama, and I was in Alabama once. But so much of my family just kind of like spread out. You know what I'm saying? Them two states I couldn't have grown up in Alabama and Mississippi. Yo. In Mississippi was rough for sure. Well, Mississippi's still rough. Yeah, it's the poorest state in the Union. But I'm talking and about Alabama, is- though. Birmingham? Man. I don't know about Alabama. I think it's my grandma I'm from Montgomery. Yeah, all that like, shit. Think about Bloody Sunday, bro. Man. Like, the way they depicted that shit in Selma, that shit made your, for me, made my stomach turn. Yeah. Imagine how it really looked. Like, what's his what's his name that just died? John Lewis? John Lewis. When he was young, he had that big-ass bandage on his head, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because remember I talked about, thinking about the people that, like, really be out here fighting and the people that just, here, get some money. Think about, like, you really have to be, like, a martyr. Like, you really have to just mm-hmm. not, like... So they 30. So that was John Lewis, what, 25, 26? He was young. He was probably like 18, 19. And then we're thinking about our 30, right? Like, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, thank God for our ancestors that that doesn't have to be our 30. Like, you know, our 30, we can think about the future. You know what I'm saying? Like, in terms of, like, legacy. I feel like their future was in terms of, like, damn, like, life or death type shit. I just want to be able to go to the store without motherfucking thinking I'm crazy. Yeah. And going back to what I said about the dignity piece, like I think and maybe dignity is not the right word, but I think you in order to achieve things, I think you have to give up some dignity. And I'm using air quotes here because think about, you know, an average person wouldn't just get slapped in the face and not retaliate. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's quote unquote giving up your dignity Mm -hmm. in a sense. But giving up that dignity gets you to where you need to go. And and maybe I would even argue and say that that's having dignity and to a certain extent to say, this is bigger than me, so I'm mm-hmm. gonna take the hit so we can have be mm-hmm. on this mic right now and having these conversations about what happened during bloody, um, yeah. bloody Sunday. Bloody Sunday. So 
thank you thank you yeah. like that's all i have to say thank you for mm-hmm. quote unquote yeah. giving up your dignity so that we can be here today and like yeah, yeah things are not perfect but i mean it's a hell of a lot better than what they were going through you tell say, you that much you said quote unquote dignity and we was talking yesterday and you was kind of asking me you know what makes what do i feel is childish about men i think like for the back of a letter word is ego you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like they had to Kind of give up that ego. Like, ego wants you to say, nigga, you just put your hands on me, I'm going to beat your ass. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's ego. You know what I'm saying? Because in the back of your head, like, they just, like, insulted you. They just demeaned you. You have to react. I feel like there's just so much inflated ego in men today. You know what I'm saying? And it's and it's it's because we've been so disrespected. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Just think about not only disrespected by, you know, society, but I'm talking about, like, in these communities, right? Like, men feel like, Every little thing that gets done to them, it has to be personal. a reaction. Yeah, they personal. have to do something. So then when it comes to dating and mating with a woman, you don't even know how to communicate with us. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because it's from an area of ego. So you're talking yeah. at us, not to us. Well, let's go on a limb here and say some men. Some men. Speaking with that you. gun reaction. Okay. Some men here. Some men. <laughs> you know how y'all get. You know how Jimmy get. Don't say y'all some. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me correct some that there. Get, but. Yeah. And it's true. I think it depends on, like, I guess where you come from in your neighborhood, right? And what you've been through growing up. Like, some people may have had fathers that were there that made yeah. a difference, but they could have had fathers that was there that didn't even make a difference. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and I always, I always find the argument interesting because they do that with women, right? Oh, you, your daddy must not have been there. Like, mm-hmm. he could have been there. He, he probably wasn't a piece of shit. Or he could have treated my mama like shit or treated his right. girlfriends like shit. Like, luckily, my dad, I was able to see, have a good example. He was there for me. And some people may say, like, okay, your dad was there. You a little bit too. A little alpha on this side so mm-hmm. i'm just like you 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 can never really weigh it right right but with men i don't know like i feel like some of them i may talk to it may be that thing where like you can clearly tell it's the ego thing for me especially in the south it'd be like i didn't i didn't i wasn't even trying to go there with you but clearly you you here and i'm here mm-hmm. and it's, it's not that i'm not we not you know we're not a reagent we're not reacting right but i don't know i just I think it just depends on so many different circumstances to why that particular person may be the way they are. And you can even add in the epidemic in the 80s, crack epidemic, fathers going to jail. It's just a whole bunch of shit that can um, come to that. But at the end of it, it do be ego. And that's what everybody though. And I think, let me ask you, how do you guys weigh when to tone down your ego in a specific situation? Oh, shit. Uh, Andre. (laughs) For me, man, I I just don't got the time. You know what, money bag yo? He had time today on that song. I didn't have time. I don't. But he I just, said, "I don't like niggas. I don't like bitches. I don't like nobody." He said, I ain't, hey, okay. But it's it just the, the timing for me. It's just like, man, it's just really worth it. I think it's everything is a cost benefit analysis, and it's just like you have to look at <laughs> what's the like cost. That. What's the cost of of getting into it today? Mm-hmm. All right, I got somewhere to be. Today. You know what I'm saying? I got I got somewhere to be in in ten minutes. Do mm-hmm. I really want to take time out and? Have this argument with somebody. Right. It's like, no, I don't. Put that way at twenty five versus thirty. Pull that. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I never really, I never really um got into it with people like that. Sometimes you know I might say something, but but um yeah, it, it just it's just like what how what you'd have to sit that think about like do you have time for this today? Yeah, and that's true because I was telling somebody too. I think for me now that I'm now that you say that, I think it's a time of like. Do I have time to correct you properly? Or yeah. is it time for me to go off? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because I'm never really a go off person, but I feel like a lot of times I am a, 
I'm a, I'm a check you in a good way. Where yeah. I'm, I'm gonna ask a couple questions to make you think about what you may have just said or done. <laughs> um, so that's what make a nigga mad right there. Go yeah, and, and that's what's funny because, <laughs> and it's funny. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna go there, but um, <laughs> go ahead and do it again. No, it has nothing to do with nothing. But I, it made me think of my dad. Like for me, I pick up little tidbits from my dad. Like we never really discussed certain things about like how men treat you women. It was just an mm-hmm. example thing for me. But I never forget somebody that we know like all these like crazy situations with men right and then like they you know they would retaliate type shit so my dad would be like woof he's like man i don't see why she do that or whatever he said all you gotta just do is leave a nigga alone he gonna be salty so yep. for me coming from a man i'm sitting here looking like do you realize what you just said not that it was a big thing but my, me and my dad never talked like that but that's how i'm sitting here i'm like so if you saying that i know you niggas be salty as a bitch when i just really don't get no fuck and it really is true like niggas really be salty as a bitch when you don't give no fuck like you ain't gonna like nah so that's one tidbit that I learned. And then seeing that example that we, that I'm re- referencing, I'm like, it's just too much that be going on in certain situations. But yeah, um, what was you talking about before? Back to, I just had that Here thought. Ego, we're going off. Yeah. 25 verse 30 and how we felt about, you know, our ego and growing. Yeah. I feel like with me, so the reason I even entered into therapy was because I was an angry little motherfucker. I ain't going to lie. Angry little like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, when you talk about ego, you know what I'm saying? I didn't know that's what it was back then. I just felt disrespect. You know what I'm saying? If a motherfucker put me in a situation where I felt disrespected, then I had to let you know that you disrespected me. And a lot of that <laughs> shit was going to come with me talking at your ass hard and let you know that it can be whatever. Mm-hmm. However, however, you know what I'm saying? Being that I'm in corporate America, corporate America, but um, being that I'm in corporate America and realizing that, yo, that shit can translate to everything. Pe- like, yes, everything. And like, you know what I'm saying? You have to keep up a, a certain type of facade mm. in, you know, these corporate America spaces where you want relationships, where you have to build these relationships with co-workers and managers and shit like that. So, Oh, you can't hear. I played the organ. Oh. <laughs> He's preaching. So, um, so, like, I had to, yo, I had to get into anger management. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, I need to figure out how to manage this shit because it's, when you talk about it being bigger than you, like, mm-hmm. that shit was bigger than me to the point where, like, I felt like I couldn't control my anger. Like, shit was just, like, before I could even, you know, they say, think before you act. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker, my, my body was just on go. And, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? A part, a part of that is that that uh, fight or fight response. My yeah. shit was just on constant fight before yeah. I could even check it type That's shit. True. So, you know, do, like, being in therapy and, and learning how to manage that anger and really knowing where that anger was coming from, right? And then thinking about the complexities of what, like, what anger is. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? The mm-hmm. types of emotions that are missing that automatically just go to anger and where it comes from exactly so they're not i think that that became wisdom right like some people say like wisdom is experience but Mm -hmm. wisdom for me is knowledge that's why you can have so many people that are younger than you or young and they shot as much wisdom and you Mm -hmm. gotta respect it like um and also going to that like i think me doing that work for myself and having like that level of wisdom is what brought me and my mother close together because i had a teen Mm -hmm. mom and our relationship wasn't like that you know what I'm saying? It was always kind of like that, um, no, you talking at you, you know what I'm saying? But it's because that's what people did to them. But then yeah. as I got to the, this age and she realized like, damn, my daughter is, you know what I'm saying? Like she's making sense, right? Mm-hmm. Like being able to kind of look at somebody. So ego can help so many different relationships is what I'm trying to say. Like upward, a, a good ego, like a good balance of ego, I should yeah. say. 
And it's funny because you're coming from the other side, right? Like, okay, of disrespect, I feel like I have to say something. But remember, I always say, like, when I was growing up, I always felt like, not that I was quieted, but I was just quiet. Some things I just mm-hmm. never said nothing about. That's why, like, you and certain people, I can't imagine you being shy or not saying nothing. That's why, like, for me in my 20s, it was important. And I realized it may be at 21 that, like, around that age that, like, I had to learn vicariously through other people to get that wisdom. Certain things, certain relationships that my friends went through. Like, because a lot of people like, well, I never really seen you date or talk. I dated and talked to people. You just don't know about it. But I always learned through some of my friends, like, definitely not doing that. Or just, like, you know, I'm a laugher. Like, oh, that's fucked up. But it is, like, two situations where, like, I, like, corporate America, like, when I start jobs or when I get to places, people are like, you be so quiet. I'd be like, I don't fuck with y'all like that. Like, okay. I'm doing my, like, I started my new shit. It's like, yeah, I know you're very... I'm like, look, I'm doing this shit. If I need help, I will tell you. Like, I'm not going to just keep stopping and, and hey, keep, like, you got your own shit. Like, you a whole ass person. Like, I don't get paid for that, so I'm going to mind my business over here. Right. So, it's just like, when I do certain jobs, like my last job when I first started, like, I'm cool with my coworkers now, but it was like, yeah, when you started, like, you was quiet. Like, you was weird. Like, you didn't say nothing. I'm like, I don't know, y'all. Like, I got to get my feet wet with y'all. I'm not going to be extra, extra. I need to know what I'm doing. Then I'm going to get together with y'all. But like certain things I compete, especially at the job, like you, I be feeling like I be having to like correctly correct the motherfucker sometimes. Cause like I said, I'm coming from being like a reserved child where I'm not really saying much towards, like you said, finding that balance of the ego to be like, okay, when do I say something versus when do I not? So a lot of times I'm really, you know, I'm scoping out what I'm looking at. Then I'm like, okay, X, Y, and Z and infinity, we done. So it's just like, I guess that's kind of how I am with ego. And then, I like I said, my twenties was like me exploring, but I felt like I was really finding who I really am and was because like I don't know, I just feel like I never really knew who I was as a kid. Like I knew, but I'm trying to like translate being that kid or teenager to that adult person. And sometimes I feel myself like I don't know, not all the time, but I'm like, damn, I could be shrinking back into that a little bit. But it's just it's just really trying to get to know myself because that shit can spill over. Like you said, you dating somebody in relationships, like. So many people I dated, you realize like their issues become your issues, and I'm not doing that shit. Like, Ooh, I just, I just like I could never do that shit again. And it's I'm, I, and you're kind of the same way. I'm very self, like, you know, self prone. I can do a lot of things by myself. I yeah. can figure out shit by myself. And like people will be like, oh, that's a lot. But then once they see you doing that shit, they be thinking, and you do one thing, motherfuckers will easily try to eat your ass up and think you're gonna keep doing that shit. Okay. Like, nah, you gonna have to figure this shit out yourself. But I ain't, I ain't your superwoman, so. Mm. Oh, okay. Put, put working on that one, goddamn it. Ain't your superwoman. Okay. Yeah, I was just gonna say yeah, people. People will put their traumas <laughs> on you. You got to figure out what what can you handle. Yeah. Um. And and a lot of times, you know, some people reveal it as you go. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> You're like, oh, wait a minute, yeah, wait a minute now. There. Uh. You, and at that point, you really gotta. And I think that's back in the day. I think a lot of dudes used to do that. That's, they would trick you into mm-hmm. to loving them, and then they'll reveal the trauma. <laughs> you be like. Wait a minute, you ain't, you know they be like you right. ain't the same man I used to meet, and it's and like women can be the same way too. Some some different. Women, oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Women, know. yeah, women can definitely be that way as well too. Um, but it's just, it's just funny, like just dudes just will drop that. They'll make yeah. you fall in love with them, and then boom, hit you with the. Like, I didn't know you hit people. You know people, what I'm saying? I'm done. <laughs> but you know what? My um, it was funny. I was talking to me and my dad. We always Not talk on the phone, but. or like me and my sister and him be on three way. And I always tell people like, if y'all think I'm funny and crazy. Like my dad, like he just sometimes be talking, and I'm like, me and my sister be like, you don't realize how funny you are. Like nah. he was talking about somebody one day. He was like, man, these niggas walking around with the keys to a woman's car and shit. Like some bum ass shit. Yeah. 
Without their own car? <laughs> no, like just they be you know, driving. Niggas be taking their niggas be taking their woman's car and they be having you know dangling the keys, just sitting there chip chopping. Mm. He's like, I don't know why these niggas be thinking like playing with women's money and shit is. Yeah. Because I would never I always have my own shit. So just to yeah. think about like hearing that and hearing like what niggas really be on, it'd be like. Why would I ever settle for that? Like, why, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and I already know that, but just hearing him just really just talking about it, just, you know, random conversation, this shit be funny as a bitch. Like, I'm some yeah, these bum ass, these no, that's what he said, these weak ass niggas. And I was just mm-hmm. cracking mm-hmm. up. Like, that is some weak ass shit. Like, you dangling the keys to a lady's car, bro. Where your shit at? Like, ugh, that's ugly. That's like, nice. Ugh, that's ugly. But, that, but it be the women that enable them. You, yeah, you but, take on yeah. that dude's trauma, you know, and it's like, you have to sit there and like, why can't you get a car? Oh, where does that come from? Though? That comes from but a lot of men that come from our mamas. Like, okay, I was gonna say, it comes from your about... problems and their problems combined. You feel like you got to save them, and they they got their own problems because they used to maybe their mom or somebody saving them. So they think yeah. you're gonna do it, and you think you got to do it because of what you saw. See, that's, that's what, all connected, and that's why I said it's important for me. Like I said, for, it was important for me to figure out who I am versus where if I if I got with somebody or talked to somebody, there'd be sometimes where I would pick up on certain things. Like, damn, I know that came from this, so I need to I need to consciously stop doing that, mm. and it'd be like. And if we do tangle it together, it's not going to work well. So that's why sometimes I always tell people when I say that shit, I need my own space because that's how I gather myself. Like I can't constantly just be intertwined all the time. I need to be able to reel back because that's my safe haven. That's my my mental peace. And I realized too, especially with the pandemic and shit, of course, you realize a lot of people couldn't be by themselves and there's no knock or no shade, but really people didn't really know themselves, right? They used to being yeah. out at the club, hanging with somebody. I was over here TV on like shit. Great. The fuck? Ordering shit from Amazon, putting shit, up pictures exactly. of shit. <laughs> my eyes during the pandemic. Yeah, it's, it's different for everybody, right? Based upon what you got going on. But that was my main thing that I realized too in my twenties. Like it was very important for me to travel, do what I wanted to do when I, when I wanted to, and just like, of course, date here and there. But of course, that that shit to me it takes a whole toll on you, especially for mm-hmm. some bullshit. Dating is definitely hard. Yeah. I think it's hard for a man too. I mean, what makes it hard for a man? Um, that take charge piece, like you gotta, you gotta be able to. Oh, and the Me Too stuff too, right? The, little the Me Too stuff that is very that 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 is right now that is very difficult for me to navigate because it's it's scary to a sense that I know I'm not I know I'm not a person that will be right. doing something like that, that. Yeah. like even like that. But this woman that I'm taking out, you know, I'm kind of feeling the vibe, and I could feel the vibe the wrong way. Like, mm-hmm. uh, what's his name? Um, the um the uh the Indian guy who's a real Indian him. yeah him like he it was they tried to me too they he's a real Indian he they tried to me too mm-hmm. him and it just felt like maybe he just caught the wrong vibe yeah and I remember that I was what working Indian man what's going on he uh, was a com- he's a comedian oh I can't think of his name he was on he plays on the Master of None and you hear he, he's yeah he he kind of got the corny oh I think I know you talking about yeah yeah it was yeah. something like he like met with a girl after a show that mm-hmm. that could be wrong but I, regardless he was with the girl in a hotel or something and I mm-hmm. guess. It did seem like he caught the wrong vibe from her, but it's. I think I don't know if it was one of them things where he couldn't distinguish whether when to stop, like trying yeah. his, his sexual advances or some shit. I don't oh, know. Damn. I don't really remember too much, but yeah, uh, I can see that. But then it's like you said, when do you draw that line of like, you know, she's not comfortable, like you said, because it could be her own triggers. Like I don't like what you're doing because you don't know if you're just a straight up stand up guy. I'm not speaking like as a yeah. creep. So I, I can see how it, cause I always, we had them conversations where I talked about like, that didn't make me comfortable or another nigga was like, oh, he was just applying pressure. And I'm like, nah, like I ain't like that. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, when do you, like, what does read the room mean? Re- yeah. And that's, but, that's the hard part. That's the hard part. I think nowadays is like, I think initially if things are going to go well, like I said, men just have to relinquish that control. If she wants you to do it, she'll do it. Like, so if, if you mm-hmm. want me to put, 
if you want or, me to put your hand on your ass, you grab my like hand that. and you put it on my. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or, and moving forward, I'll, grab, I'll be grabbing your ass. No, so I'm on the, the street grabbing your ass. Right. Double grabbing my ass. What he said? Not in public. What he said last night? What he said last night? Um, at a taste taste kitchen, he said he called her the chick out of what. Oh, uh, oh, cornbread fan. You cornbread fan. I don't like that. I feel like you calling me thick. Like, you calling me thick. thick. But okay, so I mean, you know, this might not yeah, be said too. too well, but Spit it out. could that just oh. go to the point of the fact that people are just too quick to have sex with people that they don't know? You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of that comes from a lack of awareness of a person. Yeah. Right? Like if you I mean. don't, if you can't read a person's yes versus their no, mm-hmm. or or the, the the lack of them verbally saying it, what their body is saying, right? Mm-hmm. If you can't do that to a person, because it's different in every person, right? You can't say, oh, well, she wanted it like that versus her not, or women, vice versa, because men do get, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, uh, taken advantage of as well. It's just that lack of knowledge of a person. That's why, like, you know what I'm saying? I, I like I see sex as something that's very like, um, or sexual relations is it's very high to me. Like I have a very moral, like a very high moral uh, energy exchange value. Type shit. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Of the exchange of energy with that because not, not is it just like you know passion, but it's like trust. Like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You got to kind of trust people to know. Like you know what I'm saying? And I guess. You know, because of the the Me Too movement, you know, a lot of men are like fearing, Mm -hmm. um, you know, mostly men are like fearing that exchange, right? Because they feel like we can't read people. But then it comes to the point like, okay, so should we just kind of think about the communication that needs to come with sex? Yeah. I mean, consent is sexy. It is, you know. I think think people do do that. But I think the point is, too, when when you change your mind within that, though. Is like, but that's yeah. knowing a person. But that's what I'm saying. But you got people that, which is perfectly fine. I agree with you. But I feel like there's those people that are okay with casual sex, or I may meet you on Tinder or at the bar or some shit and take you home. Like, and that's their problem. I'm, I don't do that. But I'm just right. saying, I don't know, like, what that. Because I'm, I'm with you. I feel like because I always tell people when I'm texting and talking to you, there's really no high like sexual conversation where I think it could throw people off because yeah. they're used to that shit. And I'm like. I have to like meet you and kind of get your energy because I'm not going to do it because what if I don't like you no more then I'm sitting here looking stupid. Like, I didn't say yeah. I do all this okay, shit. Okay, so, so back to communication because it was a it was a thing on the shade room about this shit. Um, so so say that it is a sexual like a established kind of like sexual relationship or mm-hmm. or a, an alludement to like hey we gonna you know what I'm saying we're gonna be fucking. So on the shade room it was a story about um, I don't know if I should. I like that. It was about <laughs> like it was it about now, this no. uh, this couple who had been sexing for like five months, uh-huh. and so he flew her out. And when she got out there, sexing though, she was like sexing for five months, like you know what I'm no. saying, sending them news and shit. So um, when she got out, he flew her out, took care of the flight and the uh, hotel. When she got out there, you know, he was trying to come see her, and she was like, you know, it's late. What you trying to do? You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to do that. And he was like, well, I can oh, go ahead and get your rest. I can come by in the morning. And, you know, right. and she's like, well, I'm not trying to do all that. And da, 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 Wow. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, okay, like, when I talk about communication, like, it's it's like. But for me, when you if say you're gonna sex, have those, you, I'm not sexting with you that long without having some other. Because t- sex, nah. Like, that's not well, communication. Yes, that's not like a what scam. I'm saying is, in yeah. terms of communication. Sex 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 look, because I think she was dead ass in the wrong, but. Yeah. When I, when <laughs> I like talk about scam. communication, like, I'm when I talk about communication, even when it's like a, like a, in a, uh, 
an inherent like okay yeah we're gonna be fucking there needs to be some level of communication right like both parties need to take a mature approach to this shit and if people scared to be direct you shouldn't be having sex about you know what i'm saying and that's my point i think that's that's the overall point right like for me it's like i um that's something like read the room if i'm not being that extra with you why would you think it would be and i think there's some type of line between when niggas whatever the fuck terms niggas told me you apply pressure and i'm just like there has to be some type of healthy type of pressure here like yeah if i'm not like in if you like if i'm just not comfortable you can tell if i'm not like i guess reciprocating the energy then stop like I just from what you were telling me too, like some of these dudes like when you got you come in for the hug and you kinda look at their face and it's kinda like at that point in time it's just ask take charge as a man and ask the question, Can I kiss you? Either she yeah. can be like no or she can be like yes. I mean, if she say no, I don't know if I want you to ask me. <laughs> well, I mean, but that's the thing though. Like, I, 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 I think though, a, I yeah, you know depends, what I'm saying. Though, can I kiss I, you? He'd be like, mm-hmm. can, you kiss can I kiss you? I can imagine being mm-hmm. in a nigga face and he like, can I kiss you? I'm like, oh, I can imagine that. It's start with the neck. When I've asked, I've always asked because I need to, especially initially on the first day, if or even a couple times though. I think a lot of times that conversation was had, but maybe as you said, maybe not direct, but as a joke, right? So you get in the sense of it, right? But I feel like for me at that point, if I wanted to kiss you, I'm, that's how I am. I'm gonna kiss you, but it's like you, you gonna ask him? Can you gonna ask him? You just gonna kiss him? Cause okay. niggas be wanting to kiss. Oh, see, <laughs> you see that? That's that two way street. Whoa, 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 whoa! That's that alpha shit. No, oh, shit. <laughs> but what's I'm saying? But but I know that because you're all up in my face, so you want it. You want me yes. to do it because most you don't niggas want, want it. Yeah, most but, niggas but, want but it. My thing yeah. is, I can. For me, I think I can so read I the room. I ain't kissing. I ain't like just randomly kiss no nigga that didn't want to be kissed. Even with red lipstick, throw his whole face up. Like throw his whole face up. I like the the ass though like on the first it de- time it depends but my thing is for me a lot of times we've talked about that before right not yeah, to so the point where you have to be in my you. face like oh can i kiss you I don't know. No, it no, first of all like it wouldn't be said like that nigga. Number one, you, we wouldn't even be fucking with <laughs> right that exactly that's like that. you know that shit now you know you looking at this no it's not gonna be like that either nigga He's gonna be he like, you know, he's like, oh, you, I'm holding you, I got you, you know, I got you, not you, but you, I'm oh, holding, yeah. you got your waist and stuff like that. I'm like, if I'm I, that close to you, I think I would just probably can I kiss you? kiss you, like, and I like, I, and I think for me as a man, I feel like that's that charge thing, and you know, you like, mm-hmm. you know, and then you just go in for the kiss, and then you know, you take, you, take, you know, you I feel like that's a little bit more passionate. Yeah, you bite that little shit. bottom lip, and like, uh, it's like, oh, you know, boundaries nigga. and shit, you, yeah. But my thing is, the boundary to me was before you got me all up on you. I mean, is well, it a well, hug? A hug. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm ask you for that's a hug. Not, can I, can a, I get a that's hug? That's not a hug. Can I that's, hug you? When you, when I'm here and you here and we here, bro, come on now. That is a hug. That's a hug. No, I didn't man. say that. I said the boundary is before we did that. That's what I'm saying. That that's a passionate. I'm ass still gonna hug is a. What do you say on Tuka play that game with her ass kind of out over here, the little church? <laughs> like that's, but that's that's that's, 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 uh, that's talking to you. Yeah, like, that, but I'm like. I mean, but they might ask for the hug. Yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, can I have a hug? That's what I'm saying though. If you if you do that, that's different to me than I'm in your case. I'm here. And you like, can I kiss you? But, like, I mean, that's where that's what's going to lead to so, next, yeah, though. So can I? Can I, can can I have a hug? Shouldn't I assume? Or doesn't always have to? Because some people. But this know, is what I'm saying. For me, I understand consent, but I feel like reading the room. If you asking, can I have a hug? Then you can distinguish how I'm giving you a hug. If I'm giving you a church hug, oh, obviously yeah, yeah, I don't want to fucking yeah, kiss you. Still you. Wanna, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, if yeah. I'm here and then we all up in each other's face, yeah. And it's that eye contact. Yeah, so I'm saying everything. That's what I mean. Read the energy. But even still, the eye contact. I'm looking you down your face. Can I get a kiss? You, okay, fine. You gotta say that, but you can't be a square about it. Like, you can't can be a square you? about it. No, but, yeah. But you, but you said, can, can I, I kiss you, twin? You said, oh. you said, can I kiss you? Can I kiss you, twin? <laughs> <laughs> you said, can I kiss you? And I'd have been like, yes. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. Can I give you a kiss? No. Okay. 
But it could be. Can I kiss you? Next you time. gotta say hello and deep. Yeah. Why you think niggas ain't saying hello? Would you fuck with a nigga? Who's can I kiss you, please? Yeah. You, you, you literally like, just said, "Can I? Can I kiss you?" I mean, I said it in my weird, voice, bro. Yeah. Even if he said it in his voice. But if you go, if we hear this one of them mumbly things, and you all, are, you already there anyway. You finna kiss the nigga. Okay, you better get your sexual imagination up. Right? No. Can I kiss you? My imagination already there. And a little, you know, the nipples perked up and shit. I'm looking at him and in the eyes. Can I kiss you? I'm like, fuck out of here. No. Start with the forehead. End at the neck. Yeah. Can I, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You start asking, like, can I kiss no. you here? Okay, okay. You know, can I kiss you here? And we stand in the middle here? of a parking structure. Now okay, we fucking look, on top okay. of the car. The fuck? No. Hey, that's, okay. that's the video. I watched this one. It got me on. <laughs> I was like, she was throwing that back in the parking lot. I was like, okay. damn. Okay, please. Sorry. I'm like, you got that back in the car. Did you use it? Huh? No ask. That's what she said. Don't ask me that. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, three o'clock in the morning. Everybody, no kids running around. So you see, I put the little uh, so back out of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back out of me. Back out of me. You said a backshot mania. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I get it. But I just feel like I just feel like certain spaces. You stupid. <laughs> Socking it. Right. <laughs> I feel like in certain spaces, mm-hmm. like don't be like. Can I get a kid? Come on, but you wouldn't. Uh, hopefully, a guy for you wouldn't say it, or you it wouldn't say. It, or if, I mean, baby, if that's what you like. But I mean, hopefully, that guy wouldn't say that. But do something at do least. This, this. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I was in a car and I asked that. I asked that one time. Mm, I like that. And she was like, "Yeah." And I, I, I the reward think, was great. I'm really trying to think: Has any nigga ever asked, "Can I great. get a kiss?" I think for me it was always discussed before, like after the date. That's that's consent. Yeah. That, that, that's what I'm saying. Don't that's ask consent. me in my. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's it then. I'm just saying that See, if it wasn't discussed and the the vibes were great. If I'm a man, I'm feeling the vibes and the vibes were great. I'm like, let me see if I can get this kiss tonight. Then I know I'm probably gonna get another second. Oh, could be wrong, but at least I know I'm gonna get a second date. Boom, ask and you, then. Date. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna take you. I want to take you all tomorrow. I want to take you all this weekend. What's, Discuss plans and then boom. Well, you know, you know still going on good dates like that. Uh, I mean, let me say this to be fair. All my dates have been great. I've been mm-hmm. I've had great dates. It's just mm-hmm. I may have not have liked the motherfucker like that. But, <laughs> oh. <laughs> but that's different. Yeah. So does it make the date bad? No. Mm-hmm. But I'm have fun. I'm though. sending you an invoice after I'm done. You have this receipt here, so you want to go half halfsies? So you have reached the sprint boy for Area code four Mm-hmm. Uh, she blocked me, bro. Call her. Hey, right, right. Call her for me. <laughs> yeah, my guy said, that? uh, you know. Um, no. Other niggas I know. I, I'm not calling I'm not I'm not calling nobody else for you. I'm not doing that. What's what's the furthest niggas go when they crazy for like women? Oh, I'm ready to hear this. Crazy? The God most I'm trying to think if God's done anything crazy. The women have done crazy to them. I've I've been in situations where Dude had one chick at the crib. The other girl pulled up at the same time, and I—I I mean, I just missed it. Like I, like it was the oh, play, the I'm area great. was just new to me, and I pull up, and somebody was like, "Fuck you, Jay." I'm like, "What I do?" <laughs> Fuck oh, you too. Okay. He's like, "Fuck you too." I'm like, "What did I do?" I'm, I'm like, "What is going you, on here?" All you bitches is involved. And then I walk, and I walk in the room, bro. When I walk in the room, this nigga was on the kitchen ca- counter, legs swinging and dangling, just dangling and just panicking. He's oh, just no. like, and then the other chick is in there too, shaking her head like, I, I can't believe it for a little bit and then oh, left. No. And I was, he was like, bro, 
I was like, she just pop, did a pop up, and I was just like, wow. Mm, I hate that. Jumping out of cars and just, I just, that's just not the life I want, you know. It's <laughs> <laughs> not, not the life I want. I don't want to deal with all that. But you know, hey, yeah, that's I just, I'm trying to think. Have guys done anything? I, I mean, lie, of course. I mean, that's common, you know. No, nigga, we talking about some shit like. I went crazy though. I don't think like nigga broke the broke the car door down or he bust a window or something like that. No, that's he ain't never like okay. You be seeing the little TikTok trends and shit where like girls be pretending like a dude to come over and shit and a dude to you know they see what they boyfriend to do like come back break a door open and shit. Remember when I a lot of oh shit yeah, yeah, yeah dog climbed up the window. I'm not yeah, doing that. Like, I'm not okay. doing. That. I'm thirty. I can't do that anymore. This nigga said and not this- anymore. I never done it, but I'm just I just can't do that. Look, I'm 30. I'm I, the, the craziest thing I've ever done was go through a woman's phone. And I will never do that ever again in my entire life. Did it ever. Hurt you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't go through purses. I don't go through phones. Oh, yeah, like, I don't. True. Yeah. No, I handle you. You want something out your purse? I'll handle you. Hand yeah. you your purse and get it to you. This is a dire need or something like that. But you sick. <laughs> what did you what sick? pocket? Yeah. Sick and shut in. Okay. Sick and shut in. <laughs> <laughs> What's the crazy thing you've seen a woman do? Have you done? It can't be. It can't be. We're not ready to explain that yet. It can. Before therapy. BT. God damn, I'd probably say, like, fake the rape charge. Oh, Lord have mercy. All right. We don't want to know. Don't go into details. No, 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 These, These, no, because we kind of need to talk about this shit. We done been on men a little bit. Women be doing some wild ass shit. Yeah, that's wild. Women be doing some wild ass shit. And it be... Like when I, when I say like the set. type of crazy that like I've seen women do now mind you these is bitches I don't fuck with like I, right. mm-hmm. these ain't no friends of mine because we don't do no weird, weird shit like this mm-hmm. but like motherfuckers be wanting attention from men so bad Ooh. like you know what I'm saying and when yeah. you can't get it you decide that that person's life has to be ruined because of it That's we sick, talking bro. about motherfuckers who have not done the work on themselves like bro That's you got I'm some saying. shit going on that shit is so beyond daddy issues. Yeah. That shit, like shit like that, like bro, you have a, yeah. a an issue, like a problem. But often, or I don't know if it's just more women share the shit that they've done, or if just men aren't. But I see women doing wild ass shit like that, like getting the police vo- involved in shit with black men, and you know, like you know what I'm saying. That happens often. Not a, a rape charge excluded too. Like, yeah, but like it's yeah. like if you can't if if you can't show me the tension, I can't have you. Then can't nobody. Then I got to ruin especially your the kids life. involved yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's when you be throwing that. Good penis. Uh, oh, this nigga here. Or, I, don't, hey. I don't know. I, but even then, I don't. I, I think that's excessive. Yeah, um, I just i I don't even want to see the fucking police. So it's just I okay. Just, I just Ugh. don't like the one of the wildest things I seen. It just happened. It was on the shade room. Um, it was. Did y'all see that? It was a girl who faked the whole pregnancy, even at the fucking baby shower, bro. With the, oh, with the I nigga. saw that. I saw that. And it was funny. It was funny because I sent it to my sister. She was like, "Damn, she jumping up and down like she uh just scored a touchdown when they did like the gender reveal shit. Like she wasn't pregnant and shit. Like literally full full on jumping." Do she and have a boy or girl? Imaginary boy or girl? I think it was a boy, but then I guess they said she. <laughs> Who said imaginary? I don't know boy if she faked like a miscarriage, but his mama and then was going off like had a Jasmine Jones lied and said that she was pregnant with my son, then lost the baby. I'm like. That's extreme, bro. Like I'm never like finna tell you, no. Like I just don't understand that. That's, That's a lot. wild. That's, That's wild. A lot. It is a lot. I, I, yeah. You said attention. Attention is 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 a, yeah. a crazy. Like you, you talk said, about that's, cryptocurrency. That that's a currency that. Ooh. Like it's like you said that that's beyond daddy issues too, and it's just like it's just that's why I think to me, and I always say that too. Like I had this conversation with my sister, and I'm like, 
for me, it was never really important to be out here just like always, always, every second dating somebody. I like, I feel mm-hmm. like it's very important for me mm-hmm. to know myself. Single is a where, blessing. Yes, it yeah, is. Yeah, like, and I just so, think people absolutely. don't, in that regard, a lot of people don't know how to be by themselves. The, and the more single you are, the more less, I, I think, the more you, to your point, the more, um, the less, the more where you are and the less you put up with. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. it's like, you know. No, I don't. I, no, I wouldn't treat myself that way. So I wouldn't. Let, I would never dare allow you to treat me that way. Yeah. And I think that's important in, in in your single life is to know what you can take and what you can accept. But mm-hmm. when you're thirsty for it, oh man, that you yeah. just you accept things that you're not supposed to accept. And mm-hmm. yeah. you know, now you out here kissing three niggas at one oh, time. Three. Yeah, I don't know. There ain't no telling where they been because the niggas is nasty. So yeah. Yeah. Just, just don't ask me to kiss me in my face. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so I talked about it before. Asking for a kiss is nice, though. Okay. It, it, to be fair, it depends on how you ask. But for me, I think that a lot of times it was already kind of discussed, and you can kind of tell. Even if I was like, "No, it's a joke," but if I'm already here, then I'm feeling about it. Bro. <laughs> you said, "Look, I'm here." Can I baby. kiss you? No. Next time. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. You said, "Play them games." Talking that. Play them but. games. <laughs> <laughs> Made me work for it. Cause bro, I got to You know, it, 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 it be like you text your boys. Like, I be in a group chat with that shit. Yeah, yeah. Like when you meet somebody, whether it's in person or online, yeah, we'll be do y'all be in the group chat? Do y'all be do y'all be sending the pictures? Like, if you say, so let's let's oh, go with in person. Like? Yeah, let's go in person. I guess it don't matter in person or online, but you got her. We in today's society, right? Mm-hmm. We got Instagram profiles. Yeah. Y'all be sending pictures from the profile. Like, what mm-hmm. what what, what do Here's you her Instagram? What do you send and what do you? Are you send the whole thing? Yeah, sometimes you send an Instagram. What's and what do you say with that link? What do you say? Uh, what you think? What I say? What you think? How you feel about it? it was, Interesting. What What you think? Mm. It was this one chick. Uh-uh. Um, you know, dated my friend or whatever. Or yeah, they dated my friend or whatever, and then they stopped talking. And then she just randomly out the blue. Um, so I, I love love having niggas that be that do more than me. Um, Mm-mm. out the blue, he was like, "Hey, you know, I just started a a feet only only fans page and." You know, I want you to, you know, if you don't mind, you know, spending the, you know, spending the bag on my page or promoting my page, but I appreciate it. And so we like, wait a minute. First, I'm not a feet guy. I don't, I don't like feet. I don't care about feet. I gotta really love you in order for me to give you a foot massage, right? So, so here's the fifty. For so the we medicine. just like, so one of my guys was like, he loved feet. He was like, what's her Instagram page? I want to see her feet. Oh shit! But I'm like, what's her feet? And I'm like, man, I'm like, I'm good on that. Fan. I do not. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, I don't no. care, but it pays for privacy. You can see it. And I'm like, mm, I hate that. <laughs> so how was the feet, though? Huh? You said, well, how was the feet? Though? I don't know. Was I didn't look at it. But I'm, I don't think it was worth fifteen ninety nine a month. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <shit>. Not fifteen ninety nine. dollars 99 But no. It's, yeah, guys. I mean, guys, we get chitty. It depends on the level of guys. But for the most part, the guys I know, we get... Yeah, Instagram group chats, Snap. We used to have Snapchat chat how, group chats. Let me ask you, like how that. quick do say somebody in the group is dating somebody, right? How quick do you typically see them like I actually like her versus I may just want to fuck her? Oh shit, that's a one right there. More fuck than like. Yeah. Yeah, it's more fuck. More fuck than like. Okay. Yeah, but scale. how often? Like, how long does it typically take for niggas to be like? Okay, let me. Well, let me. Just, let, me just, let me. Let me. Let me, let me get straight to the point. Hmm? In the chat or just in general, do it seem like niggas have to fuck her first to be like I actually really like her? No, I think so. I just think it's, I think it's more so for some guys. It's the chase, it's the hunt, it's the, to put it 
bluntly it's the hunt it's the it's the game it's the game how quickly can i give it up and i i'm, I'm here to tell women now like the can i get it you say yeah it? Oh, yeah okay. it's like uh Interesting. I, hold out i'm telling you i mean it's just honestly like the i mean a lot of people hey you know steve harvey like steve harvey can't tell a man what the i'm honestly like this i'm in and it's not all cases are like this but i think for the most part um because if you don't give it up that night or whatever, or even after a couple of dates, the guys are like, bro, I'm trying my best to get it. Like, but she really is cool, though. Like, I really like her. This, that, and the other. And, you, and they start to see more of your personality and your sensibility and stuff like that. But as soon as that moment, that moment you give it up, it's going to be like, all right. Because it was this one chick, not me, but it was this one chick that, um, um I mean, Giving them the 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 the, the 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 mouth washing machine like like on <laughs> uh, extra wash extra rinse like she was she cold like it, I was like damn bro like, you like her like that for real can I try it <laughs> so it's oh, like it's, she was that for what he was telling me like he was like the best ever and but then she got obsessive and then she's like always wanting to come over always want to kick it and he's like but I guess it can depend on the type of woman right because I don't want to sit here and say every woman is going to be obsessive no no not at all because there's not some couples all. like you know you see them couples they be like well I fucked them on the first day we've been married for four years 12 kids John Legend I mean look at that you know they're, they're a couple like I just want to say I don't want to say it's for all but I think for the most part though if you if you put it the blueprint I think if you wait what's that you said you ain't doing no Steve Harvey yeah, I mean, that's that's what we say. Ninety days. For, I mean, so let me just say this: it just really depends. But like, I can see how that just can be too damn long. Because for me, it's, it's a vibe thing. Yeah, yeah. I, energy, I, energy is real. Energy is real. When I first met him, though. yeah. But it's just a vibe thing. I've gotten me. some ass on the first. Time. I'm sure you're a man, you nigga. That was, was fun. That and that's why I said that. Um, going back to Issa Rae, we go back, call back um, to the beginning of the episode, right? <laughs> You know I've been celibate for some years now. Okay, so. I mean, I've been yes, but regardless celibate. of that, but I'm saying like, well, what like if I were to be in a like a relationship? No, no. if you were, if you were to meet somebody, is it just you? Are you saying like 90 days we're waiting, or is it just a uh, vibe thing? I'm not probably. Gonna, I'm not going to give an exact date. It's going to be when, when mm-hmm. I feel comfortable. That's what I'm saying. But mm-hmm. I do let niggas know head up. Like I've been celibate for X amount of time. Yeah. So like, I mean, that's and that does thing, let yeah. a lot of niggas out the door, and I appreciate that. <laughs> like, yeah, like, oh, get the bottom lock. Yeah, like go ahead. Alexa, lock the door. <laughs> Bye, nigga. Lock the door. <laughs> so I'm. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. X. Yeah, I think it's just a vibe thing, but I, I agree with that. So, well, I mean, I'm yeah, not a vibe. man, but I can see how niggas be. Um, but I don't know. These niggas be wishy washy. So but you never know. That's why I say I, I appreciate. That's why Issa Rae is a genius because I, whoever's in our writing room is is just genius because that Lawrence. That Lawrence situation where he was in a relationship with mm-hmm. Issa and then transitioning out of that and now he just getting pussy galore. Mm-hmm. Like that's how it was for me when I got out of my engagement. Mm-hmm. It was like I wouldn't get pussy galore, but it was just like it was different. Oh, used to oh yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, this is this is on. Okay. All right, cool, cool. Oh, she's re- so when do you feel like cause oh, okay, so you know how some men just like they like just fucking new women. Cause I remember I told a dude that like and, like we were just talking and he was saying something. And it'd be funny because niggas like, you know, when you first meet, they'd be real subtle and shit. Ain't they? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So I forgot what we were talking about. And he said something. I was like, yeah, because ain't nothing like pussy than some new pussy. And he looked at me like he was so shocked. Like he he damn near put the little thing of like, oh, my God. He's <laughs> like, I just never heard you say that. I'm like, I don't know you. So, of course, you didn't yeah. never hear me say that. But right. I'm just like, 
Cause it's true. That's why motherfuckers got yeah. like. So I'm like, I know the game, motherfucking shit. Yeah. New pussy, like yippee, talking ass, like niggas is funny. I'm like, I never had a fat pussy before. <laughs> I thought of meat here, but uh, I got it though. You know. <laughs> I guess everybody's Arby's. different. That's true. We got the meat. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> niggas is terrible people. Yeah, you just and your, from your past, man, Shaquille, do you feel like there's like, because men can be like, oh, it looked different. It felt like, do you remember things just being different with each dude? Obviously, but like, is there anything specific that you'd be like, oh, that's really different? Um, Girth. girth. Yeah, that's a real, yeah. that's a real and, one. And um, like, some of these niggas don't be smooth at all. My God. <sighs> like, niggas be fucking you like they got a, like a cramp. <laughs> Like, I know some niggas do have cramps, but baby, let's massage this out. Like, you stiff as fuck. That is Who said you had a hook in his dick? I don't know how the fuck you think you <laughs> get some like throwbacks. <laughs> nigga, you ain't even, you know what I'm saying? This, this, this ain't going to give you no throwback. Now that, Whoa. that's going to give you some throwback. You want the motion of the ocean, and you're going to have to bring the door. That okay. is funny. Dog said, I got to fuck you like this. Who <laughs> said you got to hook you? He said, come here, let me fuck you one more time. Wow. This is funny hearing women say this. This is hilarious. I, yeah. Now I have more questions. All right, so. <laughs> Wait a minute. So, y'all don't like the jackhammer? Um, the jack the jackhammer has a time and a place. <laughs> it's not every she time. Put her phone down so bad. Okay. <laughs> has a time every and a place. One move. God damn it, boy. Oh, the same move. Yeah. yeah like if, if a nigga turn on rap music before he fucking you, just to let you like. If a nigga don't turn on, so no, I got time today. Like, like, hold on, nigga. We not fucking little baby. Okay. That's funny. Yeah, wow. um the jackhammer. I should, sorry, Angela. Yeah, I got this turn into lip service real quick. Um got, uh, Yeah, that's true. The jackhammer, I only like that towards the end more so in, in missionary. That's pretty much where I like that at. Um and I gotta like you because I want you all up in here. Other than yeah, that, we can't start with that. Yeah. I should have Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to missionary. Hmm? I just like I just like You don't like missionary? No, no, no I should I go to it. I, I go to it. Normally, and I'm yeah, not in your I, face. I, like I'm more, I'm more so in your neck, on your neck, or I'm not just. I mean, yeah, because you face, niggas but... be breathing hard. Don't be sweating on me. <laughs> Please, but yeah, get the fuck out my face with that shit. Well, you know, niggas don't be. I mean, I don't think niggas. Uh, some niggas. <laughs> I I don't think some niggas understand the importance of missionary. Yeah, like, I love it. If I like like, you. like eye, t- eye contact I mean, I and like missionary. Like I feel like niggas really be. I don't know if it's if it's because that that level of intimacy might make dudes feel like okay, mm-hmm. now I gotta fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? To I a different level, the stigma. Yeah, but it's like yeah, the stigma. Like you know what I'm saying? But no, it's like. Um, there should not be a lack of feeling in sex. To me, that's period. I don't give a fuck if it's casual. Because then it's like, what what, what did you do it for? Ain't no way in hell you telling me you just fucking somebody just to release nut. My nigga, you could have, like, you took all the risk and the consequences <laughs> of STD. Yes. What? My God. Not me, but you got niggas screaming right now. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, you should see. I wish, I wish this was I'm, recorded. The way oh this nigga got signed out, he looked at me like the fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, she's innocent. Oh, right. Like, oh, she's innocent. No, but some guys are like that. 
Sometimes it's really, niggas really, 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 yeah, they really I mean, and yeah. then the niggas that bring the jackhammer. But yeah, every but then what the niggas yep. that's terrible yep. though? Yep. The weak, yep. the weak dick ass niggas. Yep. You limp dick, weak ass. <laughs> I like missionary because I can hit multiple spots. So I can get your neck, and then I can, you know, yeah. kind of, you know, get my thumb down on your clitoris while you're going in on that you know too. <laughs> I'm like a kid. <laughs> Pick me up. Um. And then uh, the, the titties for me too. I like the you know I'm gonna suck on some titties. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> for me, yeah, no. that's funny. No, you fuck Wendy Williams. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> that's, a whole lot, that's a whole lot of city right there, boy. All I heard was, uh, she gonna be looking at me the whole time like you <laughs> <laughs> I mean, gonna be a hot topic tomorrow. Right. <laughs> she, here she go. You know how she be like, more day. <laughs> a YBO podcast. Wait, remember she get quiet. The whole audience be like, she be like, mm hmm, mm hmm, mm hmm, mm hmm, mm hmm. Amazing, <laughs> right? Amazing. If she hit me with the the uh, what is it? How you doing? While I'm fucking, <laughs> I'd be pissed. <laughs> I'd be pissed. <laughs> but to answer that question, no. Um, you said no. You lie. No, what? No. Said, Mama bought you, you a head cutter, baby. <laughs> I ain't doing no yard work, bitch. Let me use the car. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are funny. Women, okay, what are the questions I got? Um, we gotta wrap this up. Uh, oh, yeah. I definitely went over my time. Oh, shit. No, my bad. I forgot you got to work today. Uh, for like a Saturday. Right. Pussy eating. Okay. First day? First time? Um, I think it depends on the nigga. If, Some of hey, them just, they you. just lead with it. I just say, hey. What Jimmy Fox said, I don't let follow. me stop you. Don't let me stop you. Um, but That's I funny. do say that I'm not sucking no niggas dick that I'm not fucking. Hmm. You know how some people just be like, um, we just start mm, off. We just doing, you know, let's just start off with oral or some. Sh- no, fuck that. Why don't you try to suck my dick with a condom on? Ooh, I ain't never got okay, soft. Okay, but hold on. Let's see this. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. That shit right there, niggas don't want they dick sucked without a condom. However, what these what? niggas don't be getting a regularly tested, mm. b exclusive with bitches, mm. c mm. clean, mm. c clean. for clean. Okay, no, Dude, yeah. boy, because these like, niggas, boy, yeah, I mean, yeah, come on now, God you gotta be clean. That's what I'm saying though. Like, more jobs to be excluded, <laughs> and we're just gonna say some men, but like these niggas, when I tell you these niggas be dirt, oh my god, some niggas. Be dirty, like yo, like you. So you telling me like you're not in a relationship? So obviously you have a right to have sex with whoever you want to have sex with. Mm-hmm. But you think oral without a condom won't give you a motherfucking STD? You said whole mouth fucked up. Like whole shit, and then you wonder why herpes is. A, you said you know everybody in the industry got herpes. Nobody cares That's anymore. Disgusting. My you motherfuckers soft. don't care. That's disgusting. Shit. I said my shit got soft when she was saying we with a condom. I was like, I haven't had sex in a long time. I'm sorry. <laughs> She's like, it's she okay. Got, it's okay. She said, don't let me. No, I had no whiskey. Oh, <laughs> it was like that. Just that. That shit. Like, it fell in her hand like this. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that's what it did. That's what it did. I was like, damn. I feel bad. But I'm like, this shit is not working for me. Like this is. Oh. It's like it's like you uh, blowing a balloon. Like I don't. <laughs> no, not a balloon. Jesus. I am B O N E, dog. That ain't working for me, fam. I'm sorry. You got to take this off here. But, you know, if you don't feel comfortable doing that, that's fine. We don't have to do that. But, we don't have to do that. But, I keep my shit maintenance. This is a tip. <laughs> I feel like should no nigga be using latex condoms no more. Oh, okay. Well, not she, not, she, not she, only she because, not only raw, because right? latex. <laughs> 
see it. Let shut up. No, I feel like niggas, y'all need to be using skin. Okay. Yeah, I know. Like me too. S-K-Y-N, I agree. Oh, 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 oh. Like, oh. Yeah. Bear skin, yes. Yeah, like latex. Oh, the, oh, latex for y'all. Latex. You said get you some lambskin. Oh no, see, but the you can still get STD with lambskin because of the pores. Yeah, okay. There's a brand called Skin. Okay, I've used the bear skin. The the one that's stop getting that cheap shit from the the gas station running on the way to her house. Okay. That's some of the reason y'all fucking up her insides. A lot of these bitches don't know they allergic to latex. Oh, okay? I guess so. Shit swelling up. You think, it's bitch, you, you think it's your dick big? No, it's the condom. I'm so fucking that's down, not, That's you not what no condom. I remember when I, had the, when I when lost my virginity, I had the fire and ice condom. Worst condom ever you in my the, life. You lost the virginity with the fire and ice? Yes, it was the worst you condom in my life. Oh, goodness gracious. No, I didn't go there. I remember I was hitting it from the back. I was like, I cannot believe I'm having sex. Like, this is great. What the fuck was they thinking? I think it's supposed to give you some type of sensation. It, it, yeah, it does, but it's just not for me. Sensation at the wrong time. So I'm going to be hot right now. Right. Because it's hot now. It's here. It's here. You're moving. Yeah, that was fun. That was a fun night. I remember that. I remember that night exclusively. I mean, not, well, I forgot that night. Okay. Hilarious. Yeah. No, we're done. Um, what do you mean we're done? We're wrapping this thing up. Mm-hmm. Bye, yeah, guys. Keep, gotta go to with work. skin. I would like to meet you guys. <laughs> you said for a little bit. You know what I mean? That's funny. <laughs> um, any, any departing words? This was just a little tidbit we want to do for y'all. Y'all we, watch Blues Therapy on YouTube. Blues that's Therapy? That's my tip. And that's what y'all need to do a podcast about that shit. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll check out Blues Therapy. Blues Therapy. any thoughts? I think uh, we're going to just drop this. To, we want to get y'all some. This is uh, Shaquilla, by the way. Yeah. Hey, Shaquilla's a... Uh, um, from Milwaukee, she's our homegirl from Milwaukee, but Shout she out. lives in Dallas, and she was here, so we um we added Hello. her on here. Um, Lassie's back home, but I think we probably 30, 30. we gonna hit her up and see if we can do a um maybe we just drop this as two seventeen, do two eighteen tomorrow. Fuck it, okay. just to keep up. Okay. Shout um, out to Lassie. Shout out to Lassie, man. Um, but as always, uh, YBO podcast. Um, we didn't even really introduce ourselves. We just got to talking, but that's well, cool though. I like that though. Yeah, I know who we are. Yeah, Juan J, Shaquilla. We out, y'all. Bye. Peace. Bye.